Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome. Welcome to New Life Horizon Church. For those who are in the auditorium, we welcome you. For those who are on the way, we pray for journeying mercies. For those who are listening, we welcome you this morning. We welcome the cyber world. This morning is a beautiful morning because the Lord has allowed us to wake up one more day. We're able to breathe on our own. We're able to do lots of things that other people are not able to do. And so this morning, we want to give the Lord thanks. We want to come to him with hearts of thanksgiving with hearts that are turned towards him in praise. This week I was um, encouraged to, to, to look on praise and worship and to look on the word, what it means. And it, it says adoration. It says giving your all, adoring. Um, worshiping is our way of showing love to God. And so this morning as we come, let us show our love for him. You and I may not worship the same way, so if you want to dance before the Lord, you dance. You sing, you clap, but praise the Lord. Do not sit and think it is okay. It's not okay. It's a way to express your love to him. So just get up this morning and praise the Lord with us. Before we go into this, we just want to ask the Lord to come, Lord God, afresh. Lord, we know that you are here all the time. You are omnipresent. But we are stopping to say welcome. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Jesus, our Lord, you are welcome here. We come before you this morning and we thank you for your loving kindness, for your mercy towards us, for your goodness, for your grace. We recognize, Lord God, without you we are nothing. Without your presence in our lives, we are nothing. And so we come bowing down before you and recognizing that because of you, Lord God, we can stand. Because of you, we are here. Lord, you created us to worship. That was your purpose for us. And so this morning, we want to fulfill our purpose day by day. Walking and living in a life of worship. So Lord, we come this morning and we thank you and we praise you for all that has occurred throughout our lives, Lord God. Throughout this week. The good, the bad, and the indifferent. The truth is, Lord, if it was not for you, we would not be standing here. Lord God, if it was not for you, we would not be able to even open our mouths. Lord God, you save us from things that we are unaware of, things that we are aware of. Lord, you go before us and make crooked paths straight. Lord, it is impossible for your word to fall on the ground. It is truth. And it says that you are our rear guard. And therefore, Father God, 
We thank you that you are our word, God. We thank you for your presence in this space. We thank you, Lord God, that even now, Lord God, the angels are watching over us. Thank you, Lord God, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord God, for being able, Lord, to live and to move and to have our being. Thank you that I'm a woman. Thank you, Lord God, that you made us the way you want us to make us. Father God, you designed us from our mother's womb to be a particular gender. And I am grateful. Lord God, I'm grateful, Lord God, that you made me a particular race. Lord God, I am thankful. Lord, whatever you do is perfect. To Lord, to just to praise you. We thank you for the opportunity this morning to come before you, Lord, and rejoice with us with singing and with dancing, God. And we come recognizing and acknowledging, Lord, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords. We thank you that you are here with us this morning. We thank you, Father, that because you are here, Lord, we, we know, God, that we will, we will experience you. We know, God, that you will teach us how to praise you. We know, Father, God, that you will fill this place with your presence. And so, Father, we just exalt your name this morning. We praise you with our voices. We praise you with our hands. We praise you with dancing. We praise you. Let everything that hath breath today praise the living God. And so, Father, we just bless your name because we are more than a conqueror. Because we are more than victorious. And because of that, Lord, we can rejoice, Lord. We can rejoice despite our circumstances. We can rejoice despite what is happening in our lives or in the lives of our families and our friends. We can rejoice because of who you are. We can rejoice because we know you. We know you, Father. We know what you're capable of doing. We know your ability, your history. You have made history. You have given us history. And we can rely on you because you have done it in the past. So this morning, we speak to our spirits. We speak to our minds. We speak to our bodies. We speak to everything around us and everyone around us. And we say rejoice in him this morning. We rejoice because of who you are. We rejoice because you have made us victorious. Because you, God, conquered death. We can rejoice. Because you, God, made a spectacle of the enemy. We can rejoice this morning. And so, Father, we just give you thanks. And we bless your name. Lord, we give you thanks. And we praise your name. Lord, we give you thanks. And we honor you. Lord, we give you thanks. And we exalt you this morning. Father, we are mindful that there are some this morning who cannot praise. We are mindful that this morning, God, that there are some who are so depressed or so sick or so far away from you that they cannot praise. But Lord, I thank you that you will nudge them and you will encourage them and you will bring them into your presence to praise you. You will give them an opportunity to praise you. So Father, we stand and we praise on their behalf. Lord, we stand because ain't no rock gonna stand in our place ain't no tree ain't no bird gonna praise you for us as long as we are alive god we will glorify your name as long as we are alive god we will worship you as long as we are alive god we will honor you as long as we are alive god we will praise your name so ain't no tree ain't no rock gonna stand in our place 
As long as we are alive, God, we will glorify your name. As long as we are alive, God, we will worship your name. As long as we are alive, God, we will honor you because you are king of kings. Because you are lord of lords, that we come before you worshiping. We come before you dancing. We come before you, God, because there is none like you, holy Jesus. None like you that are deserving of our praise. None like you that is deserving of our honor. None like you this morning, God. So we shake off the heavy weight this morning. We shake off the shackle this morning. We shake off the discouragement and the discontentment this morning. We shake off the discouragement this morning. We shake off everything that would hinder us from praising you. And we come into your presence dancing. We come into your presence acknowledging that you are our king. You are our savior. We come into your presence, Lord, lifting you up, God. Because there is none like you, Jesus. None as holy. None who can compare. There is no comparison. No comparison, Lord. Lord, we can compare and we can contrast. But there is none like you. None equal to you. None close to you. None beside you, God. You stand alone because you are awesome. You stand alone because you are mighty. You stand alone because you are holy and righteous. And we can run to you, God. And in you we are protected. In you, God, we can experience comfort. In you, God, we can experience a shelter that we need for our souls and our bodies. So we rejoice in you this morning. We rejoice in you this morning, Jesus. We rejoice in you, King of Kings, this morning. We rejoice in you, God. We are more than victorious. We are more than victorious. We are more than a conqueror. Despite what we have been through, despite surgeries, we are more than conquerors. Despite divorces, we are more than conquerors. Despite the children's situation, we are more than conquerors. Despite what we have lost, we are more than conquerors. Despite what we have been through, the loss of a job, no income, financial stress, bankruptcy, we are more than conquerors. Despite what we have faced, and the trials that come in our way, we are more than conquerors. At the end of the day, we are victorious because the one whom we serve, the one whom we give our life to, the one who leads us and directs us, his name is Jesus. And he's the conqueror. He's the mighty El Gabor. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is Jehovah Eskinu. He is the great I am, the one who knows my past, my present, and my future. And so this morning, God, we can praise you. We can honor you. We exalt you. Not from afar, but we come near because you said, come, come, come unto me, all who are heavy laden and are in need of rest, and I will give you rest. Come. Take my yoke upon you. And so, Father, we know this morning that your yoke is easy. We know this morning, God, that your burden is light. We know this morning, God, that there is nothing that we cannot do in you because you are the God of the impossible. For, God, we are mindful that when the enemy says no, you say yes.
We are mindful that when society says no, you say yes. We are mindful, God, that despite what we experience in life, the discriminations, the prejudices, Lord, you say yes. And as Anne prayed this morning, God, we thank you for even for our gender because you chose us. You chose us before the creation of time. You chose us, God, and you blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So this morning, Lord, we thank you for those of us who are women. We thank you for those who are men. We thank you that whatever the gender, we are given an opportunity to praise you this morning. Ain't no rock. Ain't no tree. Ain't no bird going to stand in my place. As long as I'm alive, I will glorify your name. As long as I'm alive, God. I will rejoice. So rejoice in Him. Rejoice in Him. Rejoice in Him.
worship you, Lord. We worship you because of who you are. We worship you because you loved us first. Lord, because God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Lord, we are grateful that you love us. Give us a revelation knowledge of this love that we may also love you, Lord, the way we should. Lord, that we may also love ourselves and love others the way we should. Father, your love, your love is beyond our imagination. Just give us a glimpse of your love. Lord, give us an understanding of who you say we are. And let us learn to accept who you say we are and not what the naysayer says we are. Lord, let us accept your words more than we accept the words that we hear. Let us accept the word of God more than we accept our minds, our, our, the, the, the mumblings, the naysayers, the friends who mean well, but they're tearing you down. Lord, help us. Help us to understand and believe in your word. Because you loved us so much. You made us in your perfection. Lord, you took time out to, to, to meet each of us together. And all we can do, Lord, is to live our best life, the way you made us unique. You did not make carbon copies. You made us so different. And so, Lord, I am thanking you for that. Thanking you for the difference in the world, Lord God. Thanking you for all those who are out there. Lord, those, their different wounds and whatever, Father God, you are able to heal each wound. You are able to touch each life in a different way and transform it into the way you meant it to be. Lord, this is a cry of our hearts. Transform our lives into the way you meant to be. You meant it to be. The way you wrote it in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, good morning again and welcome to New Life, New Life Arriving Church. We thank you that you are able to join us. We thank God that this morning we can stand as a song we just sang that, about victory, recognizing that we can rejoice because we are already victorious. We can rejoice because of what Jesus did for us and despite what your situation looks like. It's a choice that we make this morning to rejoice. We're mindful that there are some among us this morning who may not be well. We're mindful that there are some listening in this morning that just had surgery and are about to have surgery. Some just got a bad news yesterday or even this morning and you're wondering, how can I make it? Some this morning may be so stressed to the point of not being able to pay. It's the beginning of a month and the rent is due. And you may be so stressed because there's no money to pay your rent or to pay your mortgage. No money to pay your car note or your insurances. But this morning I can trust, I can say to you, trust the one who is victorious. 
Trust the one who knows everything about you. Trust the one who says, I will give you everything you need for life. I have already given you, his word says, everything you need for life and for godliness. And so this morning, I just want you to look to the hills. Lift your eyes off your situation. Lift your eyes off the things that are obvious. And look to the one who is impossible, who can do things that no other person can do. He can be a doctor if you need a doctor this morning. He can be your healer if you need to be healed this morning. He can be a deliverer if you need to be delivered. He can open your eyes, your mind's eye, if you need to see beyond the natural. He can be your bill payer. He can be your comforter. He can be your counselor. He can be your sustainer. He can be your refuge. He can be your shelter. He's the one who clothes you with righteousness. He's the Holy One. And so whatever needs you have this morning, He's the one who can fight your battles. Even when everything around you seems as if you're surrounded, the sun says, it may look like I am surrounded. But I am surrounded by you. It may look like I am surrounded by the things that are coming and pulling against me. The weight of the world that is pulling against me. But the song said this morning, but instead of the weight surrounding me, I am surrounded by you, God. I am surrounded by you, the one who said you will go before me and you will make my path clear. The one that said surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. The one who said, I will send my angels ahead of you to guide you in the way you should go. So it may look like I am surrounded. It may look like you are surrounded. But this morning I want to encourage you that indeed you are surrounded by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It may look like you are surrounded. The pain may be racking you in your body because of surgery. But this morning I can say to you that the healer is there and he's surrounding you. All you need to do is to call out to him. Call out to him. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Shalom. It may look like you are surrounded. But this morning indeed you are surrounded by the one who understands. The one who was touched with your infirmities. And he understands all your needs. And so this morning we want to just bless the Lord for being with us. For being there for us and I want to thank you for joining us this morning this morning we want to 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 share with you that there's a retreat coming up home retreat in uh, in humble Texas July 4th to the 6th and the topic is abiding presence adorned with Christ it's an annual retreat that they have and this is going to be their third year there, the, the retreat is to change lives and to, to cause us to experience God's presence in a new depth. It is a retreat that wants us to be robed in the righteousness that allows us to exalt Christ as King in our lives and Lord of our lives. It wants us to, it, it, it is focused on be, allowing us to be sensitive to God's mission so that we can be the ambassadors and we are to come expecting to, to enjoy powerful worship and camaraderie. Several dynamic speakers, I'm told, will be there. So we're to come ready to hear what God is saying to us through his word and the new insight that he will be giving us. 
And for us in October for New Life Horizon, we're we are planning our retreat and we have a, the date is not set, the, the actual date and location is not set, but I want you to mark October. Plan that October will be a month that you're coming to join us, that you will be with us and to hear. So July is the retreat for home and October is the retreat for New Life Horizon. So plan to be there with us and come and celebrate. Come and get closer. Retreat allows you to take away yourself from the business of life and come to be with the King of Kings where he can speak to your heart and you can hear him. Where you come and you, you, you take away the time and you say, God, I just want to spend this time with you. I just want to sit at your feet and drink water from you. I just want you to pour in me, God. And so plan. If you can't be there for July, be there for October. And if you can't be there for October, come and join home in July. But whatever it is, just plan to be there. And this morning, we get another opportunity to give the Lord thanks and to worship Him. We come before Him rejoicing with songs, but we also come rejoicing with our tithes and our offerings. And for some of you who are online, you may want to see, you may say, how can I donate? How can I participate? How can I give my tithe and my offering? This morning, I want to remind you that um, our number is 469-333-0397. And our email address is newlife, no, sorry, newhorizonmin at gmail.com or paypal is newhorizonmin at gmail.com also and you can you can go online and you can you can you can donate you can say i want to tithe in this ministry i want to give back something of what god has given me and so this is the time where we just come we just don't give our offerings and give our tithing but we come rejoicing knowing that he gave us something that we can give back to him I mean, for those who are not employed this morning, what you can do, like the widow, she gave her all. She gave her one penny. And that was all. And she's saying, Father, I don't have much. But what I have, I give to you. I don't have much. But what I have, I am so grateful that I can give back to you. And you may be saying, God, I don't have much. I'm not employed. I am a social security. Oh, Lord, I'm not even getting a paycheck every month or every week. But what I have this morning, I can give back to you. And so, Father, we just thank you for those who are able to give. And we thank you for those that who don't have to give. But we know that this is not the, the, the reality of their lives to, until eternity. Yes, they may not have today, but Lord, we know a day is coming when that you will open up the floodgates and they will have so much more to give. So Lord, give them a heart. Give us all a heart of giving. So Lord, that we, will, we can't wait to give. We can't wait to give you, God. We will not just give you what is required, but we want to give you an abundance because we are grateful. We are grateful, God. Give us hearts that are grateful. And so, Father, we just bless this offering this morning. 
Lord, we lift the offerings to you. We wave them to you this morning. And we say, God, what we can't accomplish, you can accomplish with little. You can accomplish with much. And so, Father, we give you the greatest steward of all stewards. You can use this money. And you can ensure that it will be a blessing where your kingdom will be furthered, God. You can use this money that we have collected this morning and offered back to you, God, as a blessing in a way that many souls will be saved. Where many hearts will be encouraged. Where many, Father God, will experience the shelter that comes from you and food will be on their tables because you will bless. So be glorified, Father. Lord, give wisdom for every penny that will be spent. May nothing, no, not even a cent of this money be used in any way, shape, or form that does not bring glory to your name. May not be used stupidly, but may every cent be used wisely, not from men's wisdom, but from the wisdom that comes from God. So Lord, we just bless you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
are so thankful for this opportunity to come together as an assembly to hear your heart and to act upon it. Welcome to New Life Horizon, where we're joining right now. And just want to give some shout out to some people who have always been there. Moms, Reefa Lewin, Karen, Duke, Angela Phillips, and everyone who, you, you know, the Lord said he knows your name. And for our special guest, Miss Laverne, who, are, who is joining us right now. And Mr. Grandy, yes, thank you, thank you. Ashley, Wade, Sean, everybody else who is associated with us, family members, friends, Ruth, and um, if, you, if I haven't called your name, you can just send us a text or email to remind me. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for giving us this opportunity. This is a new day. This is a new season to hear from you, to hear your word, and to act upon it. So that, Lord, that we can make a difference in this world at this time. Because we realize the, the season is high. The hearts are melting. There are so many disasters and news and killings. Or even this, over this weekend, somebody does get up and shoot at the whole place. Lord, we will see that the enemy is rampant and there are so many despair. People are just giving up. People can't continue no more. So Lord, we, we thank you for your word at this time. Your word that will help us. It is your presence. It is your grace. So Lord, as we go into the word, I pray that your presence will be through my vocal cords, my mind, for this moment, that a thought, a scripture, a verse, something will bring us closer to you. So Lord, we thank you that we have the mind of Christ, that we're covered under your blood, and that we are here today. And for those who are ailing, those who are sick, those who the doctors say we don't know we can't see how this is going to be done Lord I thank you that you are there not only that you are there you show yourself strong because we believe in you and you have showed us time and time again of your goodness remove fear remove doubt remove anything that's not of you so that when your glorious light comes in, it will reflect your glory. And only you alone will get the praise. So Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, everybody. We thank you. And um, we continue to bless 
um, the hearers of the word. It says, so for those who have ears to hear, let them hear what the word is saying by the Spirit. And we are continuing the series of the seven churches. And we are at church number four. But I realized there were other churches that were there at the time, but these seven um, were singled out. And we're reading from Revelations, those who are following. So it's Revelations 2. And let me scroll down to see where exactly I'm going to come back up. Let me change my version. I, I was doing the King James. So let me change the... So the churches that we did so far was Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, and now we're going to, we're going to do Tarita. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, the church with the T. Thyatara, yes, Thyatara, yes. Number four. So the reading is going to be from verse 18 to 26. So it's chapter 2, Revelations 2, verse 18 to 29. I'll give you some moments for those who are searching, um, using your Bible app or using the, the old the scrolls. But remember, this word must be written on the tablet of your heart. And it's funny that they, they came up with the name tablets and they don't know the originals from God. When he went up to Mount Sinai and gave Moses the tablets that was written in the, the commandments. So here goes the reading. Verse 18, Revelation 2. To the angel of the church in Tyrethra, write... These are the words of the Son of God, whose eyes are like the blazing fire, whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are now doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You tolerated the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and to the eating of food sacrificed to idols. Verse 21. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling. So I will cast her on a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with her suffer intensely, unless they repent of their of her ways. I will strike her children dead. Then all the churches will know that I am the one. I am He who searches hearts and minds, and I will pay each of you according to your deeds. Now I say to the rest of you in Tarifa, to you who do not hold to our teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold unto you what you have 
what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over nations that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to the pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father, I will also give that one the morning star. Verse 29 and the last. Whosoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So we understand that this church they were doing well as with most of the churches that is listed um, the Lord always somehow commend their positive work he somehow always commend them and say hey you know you are doing this and I remember the same scenario was with the the rich young ruler when he wanted to follow Jesus and he said okay um, are you doing all the commandments and he said yes from birth and he said okay that's good he, he, that was commendable but he said just do one thing for me sell everything and follow me and for that moment he couldn't because they said he was very wealthy so he was enticed in terms of the wealth because the Lord says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you he did not understand what the Lord was offering to him being that if you give this away you will get it back in this lifetime not only in the lifetime to come so we realize that God is trying to establish his kingdom in our hearts and this is the church this is the church that they said was doing all these things it says he knows your your deeds and I, I also remember the idea when Jesus came into the temple and he was looking on who was giving and, and, and making offering into the into the temple and the guys who had much they gave some of, of what they had but the lady that came in with the two mics it said that she gave all and he actually made sure that his disciples saw that she gave all she gave the two mites the two cents that was all that she had and she gave it unto the Lord so we realize the Lord wants to separate the the duty away from the physical things because in this world we are going to be enticed to go after the physical thing when he wants to get the the spiritual into us because we realize that even the deeds and the action and the things that we present to god um that yes it moves him but he's impressed with the with us going 100 percent um he's impressed with us serving him wholeheartedly even if we don't think we are seeing any fruit and I remember even the disciples said Lord we have given everything to follow you and he said everything you have given you will you get it back and more in this lifetime because that is one of the the thing that sometimes don't attract 
uh, people to church. Somehow we believe the lies of the enemy saying that if you come to church, if you serve God wholeheartedly, you're going to suffer. Yes, he said we're going to suffer and we understand we're going to suffer. But he said, is it not better to suffer for righteousness sake? If we're not, it's not better to suffer when you're doing the right, which is my righteousness, the Lord says, his righteousness is due, his will in his, his will, according to his richest glories in, in heaven. So he has made provision to this church. And for some reason, this church was called the, the corrupted church. And what they are doing so much. And it, it even made reference of um, Jezebel. And before I even get to that point, I there was a story I wanted to mention in terms of the um, appreciation. So, um, I had a conversation with my daughter this week, and um, she said, she, as one of the gifts that she wants for her birthday, she wants to, to get a basketball. And I said, basketball? Um, I know my daughter is not too athletic. I don't know. That gene probably missed her. Um, I remember when we usually go to the park and um, we will do outdoor activities because I know being outside as a child growing up in Jamaica was a blessing. The worst thing your parents could tell you is stay in the house. That was like a punishment. And I remember when, especially coming out of summer holidays, there was this excitement that we're going to hang out with our friends and we're going to talk and we're going to probably get in some mischief. But the idea that we are, we're going to be there together as a group was so much, it brings so much excitement. And we will always go, go around to each person's house and we will plead to the parents to let them out because we need to play. And we need to, you know, function together in social settings in that group. So it is that um, in remembering, I was reminding uh, my daughter that, hey, you remember when I usually bring you to the park, how you complained, how it's so hot, how it's this, you know. Um, you know, she was like a girly girl and she loved our dolls and things. So doing physical activities weren't her, you know. What I was trying with, I was trying to get her involved in, you know, like, these are the things that I like, I thought she would like it, and... But it was funny, when, when I heard she mention that she wanted um, a basketball, you know, we tried tennis, table tennis, pool, I tried everything to see if anything she would like. But then she said something to me that was profound, she said, no, daddy, I didn't really like the stuff, you know, but... It's just that we were spending time together. And I said, okay, okay. So we realized the time that we spent far exceeds the activity. Far exceeds the activity. And Jesus made a reference of the deeds, the act of service, the perseverance. It's, it's, it's an activity. But the idea that we are doing it with him is what will, will, will make us, will, will make the, the, the difference. But then he said, he 
there's something that we need to address. He says, we have tolerated the woman um, Jezebel. And um, in looking out, we know what that, that word means and what it looks like. But I'm seeing that this Jezebel is also a spirit, a spiritual influence that comes into the church and tells people that, hey, you can do a shortcut kind of thing. Because um, some people would compromise and say, they're doing this, right? And the Lord commends them. But they're saying that, here, here the shortcut is now. So we can say, if you play the lotto or the lottery, I will give you even a number because persons can testify of they are getting a number in their minds and they're going to say this is the Lord because only the Lord will bless will bless me with this number and they will say hey I'm going to play this because this must be the Lord reason why because the Lord see my needs he see my challenges you see that we need this thing to to do this project or we need this thing to pay a bill and the Lord is not moved by our needs in that way to say that he will always um, provide but he wants us to trust in him and and Jezebel that spirit is moving us away from God and in, in the idea of putting our trust in the idols that the world system um, put in place the idols of of power the intrigue of power the the temptation to gain wealth in great areas and even david struggled with that he looked on the idea of he is serving the lord wholeheartedly but his enemies are looking like they are being blessed they are doing the thing and he's doing his but somehow it's almost like it's not connecting and i know many, many of us out there can can testify of you're working a job and you're doing your best you're 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 even giving more than you're expected to but somehow you always feel like you're you're ahead you're behind and the the bills are piling up and i, I remember i i saw I saw a scripture earlier because I, I'm kind of doing a, um, a study on offerings and I saw this one in Exodus 25 1 to 2 the Lord said to Moses tell Israelites to bring me an offering you are to only receive the offering for me from everyone whose hearts prompts them to give so we see the Lord always wants a, a cheerful giver. He doesn't want it if we're just giving it for giving it's sake. He wants it to come from a place that, you know, I feel like the Lord wants me to give this thing or I want me to bless this person. Because he, he doesn't receive that. He will just throw it away and say, no, I'm not receiving that. That's not your best. That's not something that is coming from her heart to give. So... Jezebel now 
who calls herself a prophet. And um, she's even misleading the very elite because the Lord has his, his elite and he, he usually call, calls them his servants. Um, just as if we can think about um, Job, he said, have you considered my servant Job? And then he said to Samuel, have you considered my faithful servant? One who follows me wholeheartedly. And these are the things that the Lord lists in terms of um, their deeds, their faith, their service, their perseverance, and much more their growth. And also I, I saw that Paul had the same issues with the churches, the church in Corinth, where they had all this spiritual wealth going on, but yet still they were, they were committing sins, even he said that even the Gentiles were, were there not to do. And he had to come and correct that issue uh, as the Lord led him. So it is that the, the Lord also gives us the, the ability to repent. He said the Lord himself I even um, go, went over to, to um, Jezebel and confronted her of her immorality. Because the Lord will always send people to confront of the sin or the compromise. But then it says she was unwilling. She didn't even consider it as something that she could do. Because she was so unwilling, um, the, the Lord will always um, cause a judgment and He will always cause suffering to follow it. And sometimes we say, why the Lord cause all His judgment? and all these things to happen he said as an example to show people that i'm serious and this is what i mean so here here this example of a judgment there was a time that the, the church was taking offering as we can remember in acts and this couple decided that they're going to give the money but not report everything they're going to give a portion and say this is all they had they went to the man of god and um, they did their thing and they, they were questioned is this what and they say yes boom dropped dead and judgment came immediately and so it is that the wife came afterwards and they asked her is this the, is this the amount there was even the, the opportunity for her to say no sorry we have wronged you please forgive me but she said no that is the amount and she died Further on in the scripture, it said that great fear came upon the place. And people realized that you cannot treat God. You cannot come and say you're going to give this offering. And indeed, you don't follow up. Just to impress. Because what happened, the previous scripture said that there was a next, another couple who gave a great amount. And it was received with blessing and rejoicing. So they too want to follow suit and they want to be commendable with that group. But they, they realize, no, they can't give all of that. But they came and they tried to trick the Lord. And Peter said, why are you trying to trick or you, you think you can deceive the Holy Spirit? His eyes are everywhere. His, it, the Lord's eyes, um, he said, he even sees the heart and the minds. There is nothing that we can do to deceive God or to trick God or to 
to think that we can do this and he doesn't see. We can, you know, based on our conviction, we can... He said, no, I am doing this to let the, the churches know. Not that particular church, but to let all the other churches know. Because the news will carry out to say, wow, this God... And then, as we can see, even with the conversation with Moses, when the Lord tells Moses, hey, I'm done. I'm going to get rid of these people. I can't bother with them anymore. And Moses went up into his face and said, no, you cannot do this because people will hear that you are this God who bring them into the desert to kill them. What would that say of your, your name and your character? And it's almost as if the Lord said, okay, all right, you're right. But they will have to suffer for, for their sins. So we realize that there is preparation for sin in terms of repenting, in terms of turning away. And for those who are listening who there is a certain sin that you struggle with, um, our heart cries for you to repent, to turn away from it, to, to not be suffering anymore, to not let that sin entice you so severely that you feel that there is no other way. And that is what Jezebel wants to bring to the church, to let them know that there is no other way out of this. Why bother? You have been doing this for so long. You have been practicing this for so long. And yet still serving the Lord. And that is the problem that the, the persons who are seeking God have with you know, some of the churches. They, 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 they call us hypocrites. Because they say, we do this, we say this with our mouths, but our action does not display what we say we know. And I think what, what, what that causes us, sin causes us to lack confidence. We know that we have the truth. We know that our Redeemer lives. We know that Buddha and all the, those other gods are dead. But yet still we don't proceed with confidence when we are sharing. We, 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 we say phrases like, if it's the Lord's will. And we realize the Lord's will is to heal all, to bless all, to save all. So we, we come with this, not confidence in even approaching Him. And sin, is, sin will do that. Sin will cause us to, to not feel like we are worthy, to not feel like we are victorious. Because that is the, the, the challenge that the Lord has for us is to know that we are victorious in Him. And all we have to do is repent of the sins, accept His forgiveness, and we will be made whole. He said that He searches the hearts and even the minds. And even when we think about the enemy, and some reason, I think Hollywood and everything on the TV, media, paints the enemy as this person with this in a red suit with horns looking so no the enemy is beautiful he said he in in glory he was covered in stones of different um facets until he looked into his beauty 
and said, I want to be like the Most High God. So we see, that is the, the challenge for the, for the church to, to not think that we are doing this of our own strength. To not think that we are doing this of our own ability. To not think that we are excelling because of our own efforts. It is the Lord that given us, has breathed into us the breath of life. And we cannot do anything of ourselves. So the Lord said he searches the hearts and minds. And he's going to repay each of us according to our deeds. So we have to even look deeply in ourselves and say, Lord, are we pleasing you? Because you know what we want to hear? We want to hear, enter in the good and faithful servant. We don't want to hear, I never knew you. Depart from me. And the argument that, the, that the, the church at the time mentioned was, but Lord, we did all of this in your name. We, we take care of the, the sick. We, we visited those in hospitals. We, we clothed the poor. He said, no, I still didn't know you. And it is, it is, a, it is encouraging to us to, to take on to the teachings of Christ and to, to make sure we are challenging even ourselves to not entwine Satan's Jezebel all those exterior forces into our hearts into our thinking because some persons they are very strong believers but um, they take into the act of what we call superstitions or they, they take into things that has been done from family members or generations up and because we have been practicing these things for so long we don't see anything wrong with it we, we don't see um, it's almost like a great area like if somebody say um, met this guy um, he's a believer and stuff but um, I smell the cigarette on his breath, very strong. And um, I said, brother, you know that you are destroying the temple. And he said to me, nobody, nobody, nobody um, showed him that, or nobody never tell him that smoking was something bad. I said, yes, it's um. You're destroying the temple. Even you, you might not see a scripture that said, um, do not smoke. There is no scripture that said that. But guess what? We realize this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And even persons who are engorging in foods. And they are eating everything that is unhealthy. They are eating stuff that will cause their body to react in a negative way. That is also sin. That is also not understanding that, yes, we have a, a short time here on earth, but yes, we want to fulfill all the calling and not miss a day because we are presenting back to God a healthy body, a body that, that is like the, 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 the health with grace, 
Because guess what? Even with all the foods that we, we know that are there and some that are chemically enhanced, if it is all possible, um, we can ask the Lord to show us what to eat and how not to take foods that somehow we know is offered back to the system. Some of the foods that we consume don't have any nutritional value. And we know all the foods that come from the earth and our bodies were created from the earth. So even that the, one, the Lord wants us to, to represent him with the bodies that he has given us. To, to, to know that we are victorious unto the end. Because we cannot serve the Lord efficiently when our bodies are not at full optimum in terms of rest relaxation work sleep everything has to to come together because that's his system and that's how the lord set it up to be in, in terms of fasting and denying denying ourselves from certain foods that we know we, we, we it's like we don't even have to even go too far for him to even reveal that to us Sometimes we, we eat the food and we say, man, we shouldn't eat that thing. That, that thing didn't bring any... And the Lord is so gracious that He'll always tell us if we come to Him and ask Him to reveal this thing unto us, to show us what it is that we need to change, what it is that we need to address. Because we, we, just because we cannot see what's going on on our insides, um... It is safe to say that nothing just happens. For somebody to get up and there is this thing growing on their insides, we understand it might be years that that thing was there, not even unseen to the doctors. And if we notice the, the, the element of cancers are increasing at such a rapid rate, where persons are being diagnosed with, with cancers at very young ages, 20s, 30s. Even our dear sister that passed, she, she was just in her 40s. And um, we're not saying that the person did this on purpose. We, 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 know, we know that. We don't know. Nobody will, will do something on purpose. Apart if somebody wants to take... Um, drugs or any chemical but if somebody's eating the best they can I think there is a next level of revelation that can be had that with each meal before we consume it or even what we're going to do in terms of shopping for foods and we can say Lord show me, show us what we need to consume to live a healthier life to, to live a life in this body for this short time, because we're not here forever, it's not like in the days where people live 600 years. The, the good, if we get 100, we, we can recommend and say that that person lived a long life, living to 100. Like 100 now is the, is the mark for, for a person. Somebody say, you live 95. We say, yes, that's a good life. But no, when we compare that to 600 years and 800 years, people living. Um, Noah take like 125 years to build the ark. That, that's, that's a long time. 
But because of the time when the Lord cut us down to, to that limit, we're going to say that's the best. For, but for now, we want to make sure that we offer all of these things back to the Lord. That we offer our bodies back to Him. We, we offer our minds, we offer the, the food that goes into this body to Him. And what's, what's the message for this church? The message of this church is to reconsider and not tolerate the teachings anymore from, from Jezebel, from the world. The teaching of being living in sexual immorality. And we know that that can take many forms. It can be that somebody's having relations with that person and knowing that that person is not their husband or their wife. And as we, we realize the foods that we eat that was being sacrificed to idols. The, the thing is that if we don't know what the food is, we should question it and say, oh, where does food come from? What is the, the essence behind this? But the Lord also wants us to repent. And re repenting is, is the act of turning away from that lifestyle. Because remember, they were doing good. They were, he said he knows their deeds. Their deeds were very high. Their faith, their service, their perseverance, and their growth. So they were growing spiritually. But he, he wants us, um, in Galatians 6.9, it says, Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season... We shall reap. But then another one says, if we faint not. So somebody said, if we faint, it's almost like all those time was wasted. Because the Lord want, want to con let us know that we can go on to the end. He wants us to stop committing spiritual um, adultery. And this was something that was evident with the, 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 um, the Israelites. He gave even examples of, of the prophet. He told, told the prophet to marry a prostitute. And the prostitute will go out every night with a different person and then come back to him. And the Lord said, this is how you are treating me. You are going out, following the enemy, then coming back to me. Day in, day, day, in, day out. And he wants us to stop living that way. He wants us to to receive his mindset because you see the enemy wants to exploit our weaknesses he wants to take advantage of our weaknesses in, 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 a, in indulgence so something somebody will say hey man we only have one life you know we have to live it up to the best and then we he, he tempts us in, in indulging in things that we know not right and the Lord is, is challenging us, us today to repent. To come to him and know that he is a God that will repay those who diligently seek him. So Lord, we thank you again for your word to us this morning. Lord, we thank you.
that indeed there is none like unto you. Lord, we, we offer again our bodies back to you. We offer again our minds. Lord, you have given us the mind of Christ. You have given us wealth, knowledge, and wisdom. Lord, we will no longer mix the thoughts and attitude of the world, of the world system, into your church, into your blessing. We will take wholly what is of you. So Lord, we thank you for your word to us. And for those who are listening who know that they, if they die today, they won't be in glory. Our challenge to you is that you accept the Lord. And how can this be done? You simply repent of your sin. You simply say, Lord, come into my heart and save me. Please forgive me of all my unrighteousness. I accept you as Lord and Savior. And that is it. You pray that prayer, you believe in your heart, you confess, and you are now saved. And for the believer who serving wholeheartedly, serving faithfully, persevering and growing, but yet still taking on to the teachings of the world and the, the world system has been ingrained in their thinking. The Lord said to turn away from it, to repent, to change, and to come to him. Because he said, he who was here to hear, let them hear what the word says. So Lord, we thank you together as a church that we can spend this time to hear from you, for you to speak to us individually and show us areas in which we, we need to adjust and repent of and taking on to the world system. Because Lord, you say you will supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. And Lord, for, for those of us who are feeling lonely, those of us who are seeking godly meat, Lord, our prayer today that you will reveal, firstly, the areas in which we must change and adjust. Because Lord, you will not send anybody to, for us to hurt them. But Lord, you will also want to bless us according to your will, and according to your timing. So that we, we, we don't go out there because we, we have a need. And because we have a need, we will compromise that need for, for that thing. And Lord, I've seen it so many times that I, somehow I don't understand. I will see this man of God who professed God to the fullest in his public life, in his private life. But yet still he's taking on a girl who is not even a believer as such, who don't even profess your name. And somehow it, it's okay. But Lord, we want to challenge the mindset in this society, in the system where it's okay to live with somebody, knowing that this person is not your husband or this person is not your wife. Lord, and they're, they're in church and they're doing the things. But Lord, help us also to look into our own heart so we, we make sure the beam the big beam in our eyes are removed 
so that we can also declare your word boldly so that we don't lack lack any confidence when we come to you when we come when we come to your presence that we can stand boldly before you so Lord, we thank you for your word we thank you that your word is a double-edged sword we thank you that your word will cut in and cut out we thank you that your word will cut into our hearts and it will cut out the things that don't belong to you so that Lord you will heal us as you remove you said you only prune and cut the things that's not of use to you you will prune you will cut off those things those dead things so that the the tree can flourish so Lord we ask you now in the name of Jesus by your Holy Spirit to bring before us the things that we need to cut so that we can do it together you can cut and we can say thank you Lord as you cut we can say Lord you are good as you cut because you said to us you know, if you rebuke the wise man he will, he will be thankful for the rebuke because you say you only rebuke those you love and oh God you love us you love us so much you love us so much but you said we, we are, there are things that we need to get out that don't belong to you you are so holy you said even to Moses don't let them touch the mountain even to come to the mountain of your presence was a holy holy presence and Moses came down with his face shining with your glory Lord we want to to know when we leave this place when we're in the midst of unbelievers that they will see your glory not nothing of us that we will walk past the sick and they will recover that is the people that you want to be like you to reflect your glory in this time in this earth because you say you are going to make a distinction between those who serve you and those who do not Lord we don't know how the distinction is going to look but it's funny that that statement was made even when we were talking about tithes and offering so Lord we realize that we can offer back to you ourselves anew so Lord we offer back to you this church, this ministry all the members, everybody associated with it our kids, our family members so many and this young lady that we heard had cancer oh Lord I pray that you will visit her Lord I pray that you will visit her Lord we pray we pray that cancer will no longer take anybody that because of your blood because of your grace that you will heal this young lady it's a family member it's somebody that belongs to us and Lord for the reason that also those who are looking on we, we pray that Lord it be a testimony to them that they will come and say wow God is still good God is healing and that they too will come to a saving grace that they will not be unwilling but they will come running to you Lord we don't know if you allow this this disease to come unto the young lady to get our attention or even to get the family's attention because we realize the family are they are asking everybody to pray but Lord we know that you are good 
And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you again for being with us. Lord, we thank you that we also will continue to, to give back to you what is to you and to give to Caesar what is to Caesar. Knowing that you will always provide. Lord, sometimes we, go, we, don't, we can't say we know how, but we will trust you. This is a life of, a life of trust. And for those who have accepted the Lord, you can drop us a line, um, email us, newhorizonmain at gmail.com so we can celebrate with you, so we can research and find a church that's nearby with you, so we can be able to bless you to know that, hey, you are not alone. This walk is a serious walk. This walk is not for the weak. This walk is not for the, the, un, the persons who love to compromise. This walk is not for the undisciplined. This walk is a walk of faith. And we are going from strength to strength and glory to glory. So Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' precious name. So may the love of God and His precious Holy Spirit be with us and abide with us now and forevermore. As the Lord says, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and not only hear but make rightful choices. Because he said he has given authority from his Father and he will give us the morning star. Whosoever has here to hear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Have a wonderful day.